Yo, this is Marius Savannah, and you're listening to Talking Schmidt. Hello, testing. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, we'll just. Just give it the old college try right now. Oh, big dog's in. Schmitty! What do you think, Schmitty? He could just pull shit off. Talking Schmidt. He's so fucking busy. In my pants, lad. Let me roll the is fucking deep. Are you ready? Good luck, Smith. So we are here in Orange, California. The girls' combi contest is finished, and we have a very special situation for you guys. This is the first time we have two guests, and it's Kara Beth and Jen O'Brien. Hey. <laughs> what did you guys think of the contest? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, the level of the girls was amazing. It was really inspiring. Come see it. Uh, you were just about to tell me the story about how this all came to fruition, right? Well, yeah, a lot of people don't know. Like, you know, people have to try to ch- make changes, and I've always tried to make changes for the girls, and that's what I – one of them was that – the contest the original combi contest with the guys in may they decided it just to be the guys event and then they'll do a boys am and then put the girls with the boys but i emailed steve van doren several times to get a meeting with him because the girls wanted their own event and so i was able to finally go up and meet with him at the van's headquarters and he okayed that we had our own event and he would support that Nice. And Mimi and I came up with the name, and Mimi drew the graphic. So oh. the same one that they have, we came up with the Combi Girls Classic, how it is, and they just changed the color waves, and Mimi drew that logo. And, you know, we got product for the event, and I would get Nixon watches, and, you know, before, until it kind of, the first couple years, until it finally took off, and it was a good response so nice. they started making it for sure a yearly event so so that was um was that 2008 or something is that when they put the uh, separate banner i don't know okay because <laughs> it used to have the girls and the guys on the same banner and right. now there's a girls only banner uh-huh. so i figure that's probably probably when it around started. Then, yeah okay um when did you guys meet you know what i met Carabeth, um, it was a back to the city contest actually in San Francisco. Yes. Yes. I came out on the Glug bus and uh, Carabeth was there at the contest and, you know, she was like, hey, you know, I heard you're from Florida and you skate. Let's connect. So uh, we became friends and I actually shipped her out to Florida to come visit. And <laughs> but before that, though, it was didn't I meet you in San Diego? Like when I, that's when I really first remember meeting Jen is when we she was skating the bowl. What happy land? Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, these girls, Jen and Jody, are from Florida. They're skating." And I, I was like, "Okay, whatever," because people always would tell me that about girls. But you know, usually they're just doing a couple kick turns and just then they're chilling for the rest of the time because they just want to say they skate. You right. know. But Jen was in the session, full-on session. She was carving and going fast and ripping and doing backside always over these hips. And I was like, what? What the hell? So for me, you know, in that time of skating, there wasn't any girls doing anything. So I was like, what, like 90? 
92 maybe 93 and so that i was like super impressed you know to have you know be able to have some girls to go skate with Mm -hmm. so i mean we always want to skate with the guys but it's just cool to have your little posse sure so it was really cool once i started rolling with jen and jody rad uh Jen, you grew up in some part of Florida. Yeah, Daytona. And where did you grow up? Orange County, the city of Orange, up in those hills right there. Before the OC was the OC, when it was just orange groves and uh, little fruit stands and riding my pony and getting my skateboard and seeing the Big O. And I skated the Big O when I was, like, I don't know, super little. And Uh I saw skating and i that's what i wanted to do and i always got shut down by all the guys like in my neighborhood but my dad bought me the summer pass the big o and once those neighbor kids started coming and they saw me skate they were like uh (laughs) never mind what we said (laughs) because i just wanted to go skate and my parents didn't care they were like stoked on me just having fun and it wasn't a big deal they never made any reference to being a guy or a girl just Mm do your thing perfect yeah. you know just go skate so that was really like makes you know your parents have a big um influence on uh-huh. what you do for you sure know? so they were always supportive right and did you have a little crew and um, when you're a kid that you mm-hmm. started skating with or were you kind of just solo? yeah no i had my the guys you know do you know jason richardson oh yeah yeah he was he part of my crew oh, yeah okay um Dwayne Peters Dwayne Peters he was there the older guy and he was like show up and you know he's older and have his bleach blonde hair and his yeah. red bandana and he, he's gnarly but then he took me under my his wing and would be so cool and taught me sh- tricks but he'd be like you know because I had contests with other girls and he would just be so supportive and uh, but then I got like the DP instilled in me from a young age he was like just take the slam and get back up and go do oh, it you know shit. what I mean it was like yeah. Dwayne so you were like okay you know so that's that's what I know from growing up like that's he put that shit in my head like so yeah, Dwayne and I always connect, and when we do, it's cool. Like, do you have you talked to him recently? Not recently, but yeah. I heard you know I know he's recovering from like some operations and stuff. Uh, okay, but I'd like to see him because yeah. every time you know it's really cool. Right. Because I just have such a history with him, and uh-huh. just you know he even when I rode for Santa Cruz back in the day, I wanted to ride the Dwayne board, mm. but it was way too big. Because and Jason, I think might have road for santa cruz too so back then but they made a mini Dwayne for us and they'd cut them down and make the midi mini Dwayne board i don't even know if it was really one they may uh, actually did make but they would make special ones for us to ride because i was like i want to ride the Dwayne board okay but it's too big and i'm 10 i'm like i need something smaller do you remember your first board yeah it was an alva board yeah just like an alva um just with that Alva grip tape, and it said Alva cut out in the grip tape. Uh-huh. The skate rink was open right next to the skateboard park, and I didn't know that there was a skate park. And when I went there, there it was the grand opening. I was going roller skating with my new skates, and oh, I was shit. like, what the hell? I'm going to this freaking <laughs> demo. And there was girls skating there back in the day, uh-huh. and they were doing the demo, and they were doing frontside grinds in the do keyhole. Remember, do you remember who? 
I don't even remember who it was, but I just know how much that when I saw those girls, I was like, dude, I could do that too. I mean, I already wanted to skate, but I'm just saying when girls can actually see another girl doing something, it really makes you know that you can do that and more when you're younger. Absolutely. So that made a big impact on me. And I was like, ditch the roller skates, ditch the roller skates. And I'm like, wanted to go buy a skateboard. Wait, you didn't put your roller skate trucks on your two by four (laughs) hell no i was skating from then on i'm like dude this skate park just opened and that's like i'm just here every day now you got rid of the disco records Uh -uh. and i would i don't think i ever went back i mean that was it and then shortly after that like too i was skating and it was on you know and then i met gail webb when she was there today and she got me doing demos and i even rode after i had the alva board i even got to ride on the alva team for a short term nice but then i ended up being santa cruz and i don't know it was just it's it's kind of a blur now but it was it was fun then ramps started emerging and i started skating ramps because i learned on concrete right so i was like what is this ramp thing so I had to launch ramps. I had to go <laughs> learn that, that whole thing. So okay. that's how. That's yeah. really cool. And I was up in NorCal a lot. And I skated okay. up there a lot because I went to school up in Northern California. In where? Uh, UC Davis. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I would go over to San Francisco a lot. Uh, did you yeah. skate with like the Sacto guys too? Like the end men and stuff mm-hmm. back then? And okay. skate um, the San Jose Warehouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always Seventh skated Street. there. Yeah. And that was cool. That was kind of gnarly sometimes with For that crew. Sure. Good and I, sessions. I remember meeting Wade Spire trying to learn how to skate the spine. The they spine. had this spine, and yep. I didn't know how to skate spines. And he, he was so cool. Like you know, back in the day, like he was always so cool to me, and it taught me how to go over the spine. He's one of the best to ever do it. Really? Spine yeah. Spine Wade Spire. It was cool because like tutorial time. Some of the guys were kind of vibey but that's For just sure. how it was yeah. you know it was like that's how skating is and it's mm. hard when you're the only girl and you're showing up yeah and you just want to skate you're not trying to like outdo anyone yeah but uh also you know i met like cardiel up there too Sick. so it was cool because he's he's always been cool yeah to everyone of course like so you know what are you gonna do you gotta just keep skating i'll be skating on the ramp with like 20 guys and you gotta go yeah or you're not skating for sure (laughs) do you remember your first skateboard yeah my first skateboard was a schmidt sticks um because i started skating in the early 90s like 91 probably Uh uh-huh um stone edge skate park opened in daytona beach that was right around the time that all the skate parks in California were closing. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, this cement park in Daytona. So it was kind of cool era for me, like, you know, growing up skating at the park and then having all these different pros come through every right. week. There was like, oh, who's going to be at the park today? Sick. You know? And I remember like one of the funniest stories is uh, I skated with, I was skating and I we went across the street to our friend's house. I think Jody and them had an apartment or something. And I, we were hanging out. And then we went to leave. And this guy was with us. He was walking down the stairs in front of me. And I could see the top of his head. And it looked like he had staples in his head. Oh, and I was like, what the hell? So I like told my friend. I was like, dude, I skated with this dude today. That He freaking skated and he had staples in his head. And they're like, nah, dude, that's Jay Adams. Zipper head. Oh. Yeah, I was like totally like 16, you know, like skated with this gnarly guy with with freaking staples in his head but yeah no that's really cool like just growing up 
over there and um, the Glug House. Okay. You know, yeah. we put up a bunch of people. I think we got the host award in Thrasher, so like sick. in the tenth anniversary or whatever. Uh-huh. It was just a really cool era. You know, all the parks in Cali had closed, and everyone was coming to Florida. And who were the locals that were ripping at that time? It was like Lenny Bird and um, Buck Smith, and those guys Buck would come Smith, down, yeah. and uh, uh, Mike Frazier, oh, um, okay. and Brian Howard, and wow. like all that crew. Yeah. So those were some of the guys that I grew up skating with, and then. You moved out here eventually? Yeah, so I, I came out on the Glug bus. Mm-hmm. Like, so we had our own skate bus. I was like 18. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, she was on the Glug bus. Yeah, and so that I, was like 92 at the Back to the City concert? Yeah, like 91, 92, okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah, and that's when I met, like, everybody. And I think I met, um, you know, like she said, Cardiel and Julian Stranger. And sure. everyone was around at that time. And I remember, like, Christian showing up with his... His, you know, T-shirt hanging out, thing like doing the launch rounds. Oh, it was yeah. like such a classic time because it was oh, transitioning yeah. from vert to street. So it was like such a funny time mm-hmm. in skateboard history, and all the wheels got small. It was like super hard to find wheels, you know, to skate vert or pools or whatever we were skating. Right. And then you both were on um, covers. You were on High Times and you were on Thrasher. Maybe yeah. you were on Transworld too. I'm not sure, but I know no, you were. I on th- was on Thrasher. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Heck yeah. That was '85, I think. '89. '89. Okay. Yeah. Frontside Air. Frontside Air with all this pink stuff. Who knows? Yeah. I was sick. I had that cover on my wall before I met Carabeth because I was inspired. Was there another fe- female to get a cover before that? I don't think so. You were the first. Yeah, okay. I think so. Oh, rad. <laughs> And yeah. you were the first girl to go to the X Games or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I guess, like, uh, so Bob and I ended up doing doubles at the X Games one oh, time in Bob Philly. Bob Burnquist. Mm-hmm. It was the doubles or something, right? Yeah. It was the doubles. But it was cool because it was an opportunity to get the girl's foot in the door. Because we have been trying, you know, to we get the girl's like, uh, foot in the door. demos and just skating. But we weren't, you know, allowed to have our own contest there. Right. It was funny. It was really controversial, too, because I guess everyone was kind of pissed because I supposedly didn't qualify. But I did win the women's. I was like top points of the women's that uh-huh. year but i hadn't qualified for the men's or whatever but it was just kind of like we're just gonna skate this thing and and get get the girl's foot in the door that's what it was important for so me everyone always has a problem with the of know. course not always but yeah, some, not, some it's just it was always the guys that didn't make the cut you know and that the doubles was their big yeah thing, so. <laughs> yeah that happened in tampa one year we we sent out pete Colpitz, who's a local ripper and Jake took him out there and he was skating and he just does gnarly shit. Like he skates differently. Like he's doing one eighties on the flat bottom and shit like that. And some yeah. people were like, who the fuck is this guy? And why did he qualify? Right, and it's right. like, dude, just his fucking whatever. Um, so you skated doubles with Bob yes. and then did the next year they open it up or no? I think so. I think the next year is when we, when, when we finally talked to those guys and they were said, Hey, we want to have a girl's like contest yeah vert uh-huh. and i think did they do street too yeah they did street too it was the first year yeah. they did it. it we started having our event with them but then it kind of got another controversial thing because they weren't upping the prize purse for the girls right. you know it was just like a grand but shit we spent a lot of money going up to la and having to pay for that and stuff and like you know at least pay like the top three so it took we tried to get it up there and try to work with the contests and stuff but Mm -hmm. it didn't happen and it wasn't happening until we started our own organization 
um, Action Sports Alliance, and we went and had, were a nonprofit, oh. and we had to get the girls to boycott one year. Oh, shit. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and then no one showed up to Skate Street or anything or Vert, and everyone was pissed, and uh, we were able to be heard. But it least. worked. But it eventually worked. Um, I think it was the following year something else happened, and they didn't follow through. So anyway, I was able to get a meeting with the president of ESPN at the time. Wow. With Mimi Noop and our, lo- and our lawyer, Drew Mearns, uh-huh. with this big in LA up in the studio and we're just like you know we would like to grow girls but we need to you know we need to have more footage to have other people see us and also we need bigger prize purse because I'm just winning or whoever's gonna win is gonna win a grand and then 500 like that's not a lot for like skating you know the the top three girls definitely deserved that. And I think the guys thought we were going to take money away from them. But that was one of the things we said is like, no prize purse can be taken from the guys. And we need to up our Annie. And like, it should be for all the girls and all your events. And so the guy agreed to bring it to 15 grand that year from a thousand to like 10 and then five for third because it, at that time just it for was, speaking up it was like a thousand dollars one thousand for first place that's it and for the men's it, it was, was fifty thousand wow and he, <sighs> so he asked us what we thought and we were like well maybe you could do 15 for the girls for first right you know we didn't want to say equal but he said that okay he verbally agreed to this and then he said well i'll bring it to equal pay within so many years but every year i'll bring it up for the girls and he did and then it was brought to equal pay but you know then i was kind of hated on after that with i think some of the judges or whatever because i i didn't mean it to behind going behind people's back but sometimes you got to just do what you got to do go on top no, you got to make it happen. Yeah, I had to make it happen, and I yeah. did it for all the girls. That's I was, you know what I mean? People have to do that. and Fuck I yeah. yeah, but I took the heat for it, and I don't care. I would do it the same yeah. just to make change, you know? that's just Yeah, but you also I'd... have a lot of respect from all the girls, and that's what you're doing. Yeah, and I try to go about it in everything I do with good, you know, intentions and not to disrespect anyone along the way. Right. Even if it's who I'm, you know, I, I don't do it that way Uh uh-huh so they were just you know because it wasn't going to happen right and i wanted there to be you know more incentive for the girls in the future and look now like the price purse is like huge is yeah today was was 25 grand for first i think or 28 or something i was happening i was tripping on like you know all these i was like okay here's your 1700 dollars. here's your 2200 dollars. it was like 10th and they keep going and going and i was like like, wow that that's freaking awesome yeah Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, then they can keep skating. You know, a lot of the top girls can sustain themselves with, you know, if they don't even have sponsors that could help them, at least they get some money for the contests they're doing. Right. Because it costs a lot of money to live and try to skate a lot every day at a top level. For sure. Man, that's cool. But anyway, we've done that, you know, just all along the way, but in a good way. And that's how I like to be, you know. Uh But if someone takes it the wrong way, it's just their own ego being right yeah when you hear thrasher magazine what do you think Mm, gnarly (laughs) Uh roots and punk rock and keeping it real and um yeah Uh, yeah i mean just thrasher's like just like the skate mag you know like the 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 magazine to look at for skating what's going on 
Yeah. Yeah. And they always supported the girls, you know, like I had my first photo in Thrasher. It was a, a contents page um, in the, like, oh, I can't remember, Black Pool or something. <laughs> Your first photo ever was a contents page? Yes, That's a double amazing. contents page. Yeah, yeah. I was so hyped, That's you know. so sick. Yep, it was cool. Like Most people's is like photo graffiti or a little uh, photo yeah. in the corner, but no, you got the content. No, they were, there was all kinds of love, so it was really sweet, Hell you yeah. know, so did you guys shoot with like Mofo or Bryce and stuff back in the day? Yeah, and Bryce. Yeah. I, Bryce shot that one. Uh-huh. I, I met Mofo and I'd go to San Francisco from school. I'd go stay with him and we did an interview. Okay. I had an interview in Thrasher. I don't know what year it was. Yeah. But I, that's how I know Mofo so good. And okay. he's so awesome. And yeah. I would go stay at his house and he was so gnarly. And then he'd go out and I'd be like, okay, he's going out. I'm, I'm going to bed. But, you know, and he'd get up and take me to breakfast in the morning. And then we'd go shoot wherever. And, uh-huh. it, and you know, being able to have that kind of support, you end up like, I remember, I think I learned my first, I did my first stale fish just because I was doing that shoot and even doing contests and all that stuff it inspires you to just want to work harder and make stuff you normally wouldn't make just in a session yeah you know so absolutely it's just that's one good thing about all that you know because you just you just do stuff you're like you know and you're just like fuck that was so sick right (laughs) you know we've always had so many contests we were like on and like everyone was skating better than ever because of the contest okay and that that because everyone's pushing each yeah other. and the girls need that too yeah, and that's how they that are getting like better because everyone's getting pushing each other's yeah so and that's important too and so like we just want to have that too you know it's not it's just like i want to do that <laughs> yeah so no, i've been filming the girls contest for at least five or six years and like the progression is crazy yeah. like i it, it used to be like okay lizzie alicia and like two other girls and now it's like 10 year olds doing backside nose grind every time so rad when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, could you talk a little bit about the high times? How did you get on? How did that work out? How did you get on the cover of that? Oh, the high times thing. No, that's funny. So I was out in New York for um, I, one of my sponsors, Urban Decay Makeup, uh-huh. and so they flew us out to New York to do this thing at Sephora, and we're hanging out and in in you know, there was media there, whatever. And then I see this guy with like a leather jacket and he's kind of like, you know, lurking. And I'm like, who's this dude? You know, like he seems kind of cool. Like, what's your story? So he's like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I'm from high times. I was like, what? I was like, high times magazine. Like, yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. So, um, they invited us to go out that night and it was so sick. They actually like picked us up in a limo and drove us to this little club hole in the wall and walked in like, uh, Chelsea Clinton was there. Puff Daddy when he was still Puff Daddy before he was P. Diddy. Like it was like crazy. um, Some baller. Yeah, there was like all (laughs) these crazy people there in this little time. And they put down the High Times credit card, you know, because drinks were like freaking a million dollars. They're like, yeah, here you go, girls. Like we had the High high Times credit card. And so we went and met up with them the next day at the the, uh, 
High Times headquarters and um, got to give us a tour and all that. So they basically were like, hey, you know, we want to do this, you know, this whole mag on athletes, you know, skateboarders and motocross, whatever. Oh. Um, are you down to shoot with that? And I was like, hell yeah. So they came out to Cali and came by my house and we shot and uh, it ended up being the cover. <laughs> Did you know it, that you are going to have the cover? No, I didn't know. And I actually found out later that I think some of the other guys that were in the mag were kind of bummed that they thought that they were <laughs> going to have the cover. Of course. But, um, but, they said, but they said it was like one of their best selling I mags bet. they ever had. So it was like kind of cool. Yeah. I remember when it came out, it was a big deal. Like everyone was like, did you see Jen's got the high times uh, cover? Like the brain was melting. Dude. And it's funny because I actually lost a sponsor over that. Uh, T-Mobile was geez. my sponsor. And they reneged on me, and then like two months later, hired Snoop Dogg. Whoa! I was like, dude, stoners lose more phones than anybody. Like, duh. (laughs) So it was like really interesting. But then I have another like, so Roxy. I was just about to sign with Roxy at the time Mm. for their first girl skate team or whatever, and um, it was like it was like a little bit of controversy. And then at the top level, like I think they were like, she's in. Like she's so they still hired. That's me. Roxy bathing suits. Roxy, um, Where's, Roxy's like a girls' clothing line. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. Quicksilver's girls' line. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, Sick. so it's like funny. Yeah, no, it was an interesting thing. That is pretty wild. What What's one of the gnarliest things you've seen her do on a skateboard? Oh gosh, CB. You know she she's just like punk rock. Like she's always like the first person on the ramp, the last person off, always forever. And uh, maybe not now, but back then I was. <laughs> hey, you know, we're not getting younger. But uh, no, I mean, gosh, I don't even know. Just like gnarly disasters and freaking board slides and rock and rolls and I don't know, ollies. And there wasn't one day that stood out that you're like, remember when we went to that pool or anything like, you know what? Well, we well, we would just skate. Um, you know, all Kelly's and chickens and stuff like, right. oh yeah, f- like all her airs over Kelly Belmar's channels and yeah, stuff, you know, like no we we're skating chickens and basic and then we were connecting with like Duncan and Eddie Radge and Hosoy. Uh-huh. H- so we're hanging out with those guys skating on the weekends. What a good time. And skating backyard so pools with everybody, nude bowl. You know, let's tell the story about when Jake and I were here at the <laughs> combi that one year and you guys were eating and Jake yells over and goes, what the fuck was the gnarliest thing you did? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like sitting there and I'm sitting with Mimi Noop and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and we just have this look like, oh, shit, here we go. You know, and Jake's like, you know, what it what was it, Jen? What was the gnarliest accomplishment in your whole life? And I was like, uh, and then he looked at me and I looked at him and I was thinking Lotus, my daughter. And he's like, and it's not Lotus. Uh-huh. I was like, ah, oh, shit. And then he's like, it was the front side grind in the Kong Bowl. Like, that was it. <laughs> he's like, that's your biggest accomplishment of your life. And I was like, hell yeah. I was like, thanks, Jake. Like, sick. It's so funny when he's just Jake's. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Here comes Jake. Who knows what's going to happen? I know. You're like, okay, what is he going to say? But that, bo- that bowl that um, you're talking about, the first time I went there, we were driving there and we're all in the van and they're like, I got a 12 pack if you drop in anywhere at this bowl we're going to. And I was like, what do you mean? Really? Mm-hmm. And like we get there and I was like, oh, shit. Like that thing is fucking gnarly. <laughs> I is. did actually find a little quarter that I did drop into, but it was like, <laughs> it was like, Where oh, is that bowl? 
It was like West Seattle. Yeah, it was in Hubbard's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aw, yeah. rest in peace, Bella. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh. Uh, who are some of the girls of today that you guys, do you guys pay attention? Like who the, like you got some favorites or? Oh, Nora Vasconcelos. She lived with it, you, right? Yeah, and yeah. Nicole Haas, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've been, I met Nicole here at the Combi, like when she was 11. Uh-huh. And I got to be friends with her and her parents and got them to come down to San Diego a lot and hang out with me. And that's how we became friends. And I um, would go skate with Nicole all the time when she'd come into town. She'd come with me and I'd take her around uh-huh. and take her to the combi or wh- whatever was happening. Yeah, she's awesome. So, yeah. So, I mean, those are my girls, you know, like for sure. I mean, yeah, I try to stay in the loop too and go. I like to go to the events. But I don't know like some of the newer girls, yeah. which is awesome. None of us do. I'm like, where did they come from? <laughs> we'll but, know them next year. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, just living with those guys was super fun having Red. them. You got nine cats? Is that the story? Uh, I have six now. I mean, okay. I've had several, but I always rescue, you know. Okay. But they were cool because, like, you know, Nora's always swooping my Lou up, the uh-huh. Lou. And, like, it was harsh when they moved out because my Lou was so depressed. She's walking around the house going, uh, So I have to take her to go visit them all the time. Uh, or I took took Lou to the skate park recently to see Nora. And mm. she, Nora posted a picture. It was cool. But she really, yeah. But she, my cat was just obsessed with them. We had good times. I'd always come home and like, I was like, are they out in the garage? And there's, I can't hear any much in the garage. I go in the garage and like, they have it all set up with TVs and video games. And there'd be like a crew of everyone out there. Yeah. Just hanging out. And it was cool. That's, a, that's a good crew. You mentioned your daughter. Um, how's that been? She's 19 now? She just turned 19 a couple days ago. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. How's motherhood been? Well, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, because back then when I got pregnant with Lotus, you know, I was still skating and I was, it was like, really, I mean, because I, yeah, so I ended up having Lotus, but it was interesting because I didn't have anyone to look up to. There was no other girl pro skateboarders that had kids Uh so it was all on my own you know what I mean like on what to do and how to come back and all that but I was on a mission I'm like I'm gonna put this kid in the backpack I'm gonna take her with me because I'm like not done you know and um so that was it was cool and I did it I mean and I would skate the contest and have Lotus and be a mom and did she spend some time with you and some time with, uh, with Bob or yeah well um because Bob and I split up I think when Lotus was like seven okay so um yeah we were together for like 10 years yeah and um so yeah she would be with me sometimes she we would do week on and week off uh-huh. her growing up no okay so yeah so I had Lotus and then I came back and I actually won the World Cup and that's when I got the cover of High Times and wow. like yeah i was stoked i like came Mission back and did it you know so yeah <laughs> so yeah it was it was awesome and she she skates a little bit she got really big into dance they actually she was like a pre-professional ballet after like three years on point they like you know what? put of, her into pre-professional like of course she's probably like super talented at whatever she wants mm. to do <laughs> with two yeah, parents yeah. like that it's like the genes are pretty high <laughs> yeah she, she's she's awesome i'm i'm really hyped on how she's turning out she's it, a cool yeah, kid awesome. and then yeah. you just spent like uh what'd you say was it seven years that you were in you were just in hawaii for us yeah i was living out on Kauai for a couple years for a few yeah and what was your favorite um 
thing out there like did you go snorkeling surfing there's not much skating on Kauai right yeah there unfortunately isn't much skating I really was I really want to try to get something going out there for those kids because their skate park out there is hurting and there's no reason why they shouldn't have a good skate park did you ever Um, go to Danny's complex (laughs) I actually did barge Danny's complex (laughs) I couldn't get in touch with them and some local kids were like hey you want to go barge Danny Way's ramp and I was like yeah let's do it so he's like well we got to jump this fence and we got to and we like literally like barge Danny's ramp and we were just skating it and then this guy comes out after about we got to skate it for about 45 minutes this guy comes out all pissed off with a gun (laughs) like straight up came out with a gun and he's like you're not supposed to be here and I was like no seriously it's okay like I'm friends with Danny Way I tell him Jen O'Brien was here I really don't think he'll care like but it's just funny and I haven't seen Danny since then to tell him like did you ever did your buddy ever tell you like I should I couldn't say no I mean it was like hey And that was the only chance I ever got to go skate it. So I went for it, you know, uh-huh. and I'm sure he wouldn't yeah. mind. <laughs> I got one last question for you guys. It's a little controversial, but um, you're both from this generation that I think understands it more than this newer generation. There's been a lot of things happening with like uh, attacks on people. But what do you think about that? Like, can you speak on that at all? I don't ever want to hold people for anything like they did like years ago, even if it was towards me. And it's just like, I, I'm over that now. I'm not, I don't want to be holding that hate. You know, it's just too much energy. And it's like, people need to chill out a little bit more. It's just too much hate. And it's just like, I don't know. I just like to be down with people and be cool. And, um, maybe show that way to other people I'm around and be like, Hey, let's just be nice to other people. Even if we don't know them, you know, like I- spread the stoke. <laughs> I, I think that's a perfect way to end this. I love both of you. I have so much respect for both of you and I'm super hyped that we got to do this. Yeah, it means we, a lot to me. Me too. I'm so, yeah, I'm thank so, you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That was awesome. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. I ain't going to work today. Down Ninth Avenue, and I rule a 
couple bikers pull up on me, one on each side. I hate those fucks. They try to lock me in, and here comes a bus. These scumbags, they will be done. I know they want my head. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please subscribe now on Anchor, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, one of the best ways to show some love is to write up a review. I always appreciate to hear your thoughts and detailed reviews are the best way for people to discover us. Also, a big shout out to our executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout out. Love it!